Welcome to Feed Your Health, a weekly podcast with your host, Morgan Shepard, where we'll be taking a deep dive into the big dial movers of health, focusing on movement, nutrition, and stress management. You'll get tangible takeaways, tactical knowledge, and exclusive stories to inspire and empower you on your transformational health journey. Let's get thriving. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we're actually going to be talking about comparison and getting stuck in the comparison trap when you're on your weight loss journey. So in today's world, it's very easy to fall into the comparison trap. We are bombarded with social media and all kinds of images of people who are presenting themselves in ways that aren't accurate representations of reality and personalities and people that are representing themselves in ways that might trigger us. Whether that is photoshopped images, filters, highlight reels of their lives, we all have this idea of what we want to be, who we want to be, what we want to look like when we don't filter our feed. And when you're triggered, often you begin to feel like you're not good enough, or you might judge yourself and begin having negative self-talk. You know, it could even be subconsciously. Like, for example, I have a friend who's getting more clients than I am right now. And like, subconsciously, that is triggering me. Because somehow, even though I know that I'm showing up in the best way that I can, and that I'm working hard and doing all the same things, subconsciously my brain is like, but they have more. They're doing it better. That little trap there can really cause some damage. You know, it's really hard to get out of. So one of the things that I think is important to talk about is learning to become aware of what is triggering you, what might trigger you, and to curate your life. Curate your feed in such a way that everything that you are absorbing is having a positive impact. Now, that's not to say let's rule out paying attention to the news and all the shit that happens in the world. Obviously, be aware of those things. But in terms of your body and finding ways to inspire and empower you rather than make you feel less than. So there's a difference between looking at someone from a comparison mindset versus a mentor or an empowering person. One of the things that I try and do on my own social media feeds is to follow people who I feel like are successful in ways that motivate and inspire me to be better. So we know what the comparison track looks like. You know, you're scrolling along your feet, you see someone's bikini post and they've got these abs and this body and the lighting is great and this, their skin is great. And you look at them and you just, your brain starts going into this cycle of, well, why don't I look like that? I should look like that. That is what I should look like. And then the more you see these images, the more you believe that that is what beauty is. But I think one of the things that our society has done really, really poorly is create beauty standards. You get stuck looking at other people and comparing bits and pieces of your body to their body without actually knowing the reality of their situation or of that image. That image may not even be real. It might be Photoshop. It might have a filter on it. For me, a lot of comparison trap challenges show up 
with comparing my abilities to other people. So I've been in the sport of triathlon for over 10 years and I'm still not as good as I want to be and I compare myself to other people and their abilities when if I actually sat down and looked at the effort that they put in to get those abilities, what work did they do? How hard did they train? What did they have to sacrifice? All of those things, what went into creating that? So whether it's a body or a performance goal, how much work did they put in to get those results? You know, if we're talking about real people versus Instagram highlight reels, you don't ever actually see all of the things that go into creating a body. So you can't compare your story with their story. Their experience is different than your experience. And, you know, I know for me, when I wrote it down and I looked at the differences, my effort didn't level up to theirs. I didn't make those sacrifices because those weren't sacrifices that I was willing to make. I didn't do this type of training because I didn't like that. I think sometimes taking a step back when you're falling into this comparison trap game and you're judging yourself and you're, you're shaming yourself and you're guilting yourself and you're feeling like, why am I not good enough? Look at it from a larger perspective of what life experience have you had to get you your body? Versus what have they had? You have no idea, really, because you didn't live their life. You might be suffering from hormonal imbalance or thyroid issues, or you might have had different access to nutritional foods, or you might not have time to go train in a gym for seven hours a day. Like, you know, I don't have a photographer boyfriend. I have my little tripod and my, my hand to try and do some selfies in front of a bathroom mirror, and I am really bad at it. Does that make my body less than somebody else's who has someone who takes professional photos of them? No, but the photos look different, like, <laughs> but you can't fall into that trap of believing Instagram as reality. And then there's the other side of it where other people might be getting results that you're not getting and you're doing all the same things. Well, your bodies are different. You know, everybody's body is different. We have all had different life experiences. We have different genetics. We have different things that have led to where we're at. So I think one of the biggest things when it comes to this type of conversation is really self-acceptance of where are you in your journey? What has happened in your life so far? What have you tried? What haven't you tried? How much effort have you actually put in? Are you being consistent? Are you showing up daily? Are you doing all of these things? Do you want to? You know, I think a lot of times we look at these Instagram bodies and we are like, oh my God, I want, you know, a six pack. But do you really want a six-pack? Because you know what it takes to get a six-pack? It means really, really hard training consistently. It means not eating the way that you would want to eat. Like, it's honestly not enjoyable. I admire people who do bikini competitions and that type of thing and go on stage. But I don't have that discipline. I don't have that dedication or desire to feel like that. The exhaustion from being depleted of food for that amount of time is just not something that is appealing to me in any way. But kudos to those people who want that and who work for that. That requires so much focus and determination and work. And honestly, it's pretty spectacular. But like, I love to eat and that isn't something that I'm willing to give up. 
A lot of times when we are stuck in this comparison trap, it's usually based on physical attributes that someone else has and comparing our own bodies as lacking something that they have. And because of the way that we've been bombarded with social media, we have this idealized vision that we're supposed to look a certain way. It comes up a lot when I think about what people believe is sexy. I think there's a lot of pressure around how we feel like we're supposed to look, how sexuality is presented, and that showing more skin is sexy and that tighter clothes is sexy. But to me, I think a lot of sexy comes from confidence. It doesn't actually come from your body. So when you are jealous of somebody else's body and you're in that negative space, wanting to feel sexy and have their body, falling into the comparison trap doesn't serve you. It just makes you feel less than. And so finding ways to, again, back to awareness, recognize where you're being triggered, what might trigger you. Like, are there certain things on your feed that might trigger you? Are there certain places that you go that might trigger you? I know for me, at one point, going to clubs felt weird because as I'm getting older, I noticed that there are a lot more young people in clubs and that made me feel a little uncomfortable at first. But I became aware of the fact that that was kind of triggering and I looked deeper into, okay, why, why am I being triggered by these young people and feeling like I'm not as attractive as them? Leaning into that and recognizing that I have so many wonderful attributes and that I'm not less than. So I talked about what is the comparison trap and how you can get stuck in it just going about your day, walking down the street, grabbing a coffee somewhere, seeing other people's lives and thinking that what they have is better or that their body is better or that they are somehow more successful at achieving weight loss goals. You may not see all the stuff that happens in the background. You may not see their mental health challenges. You may not see their struggles with food or their body dysmorphia. You may not see the fact that they have had an abusive relationship and that's why they've lost so much weight or that's why they are starving themselves because they're in this traumatic experience. You know, you don't know what is happening to make them look the way that they're looking. I think trying to separate yourself from that and just be more aware that a lot of what is posted isn't the whole story. Just like what you post isn't the whole story, if you post at all. One thing that really helped me when it came to comparison and this, this is more from a performance standpoint, but can also be used in terms of, you know, weight loss and that kind of thing, is looking at other people as, here's an example of what I could be. And that, that really has to do with stepping away from a fixed mindset of, I will always be this way, this is just how I am, to a growth mindset of, you can learn and you can change and you can improve and you can look at someone else's journey as an example of what is possible. So I share a lot of my life on Instagram and I show that I go to raves and I show that I, I race and I run and I swim and I bike and I hike and I do all of these things. And I share all of that because I want to show you what is possible if you begin to put yourself first and you put your health first and you make choices that align with your values and your goals, then you can begin to create the best life for you. 
And I don't want it to be something where you are trying to compare your life to my life, but more of like, oh, if I do these things, I can also have that same joy. And I can also find wonderful experiences to be a part of. You know, it helps direct your journey. So looking at it from that perspective of here are these people who are doing these amazing things with their lives. What can I do that they're doing to up-level my life in a way? Now, don't become those people. Be your own self as you go on this journey. But for example, I have this really good friend and they have had wonderful success in their running career. And at first I was jealous. I was like, well, but we started at the same level and now you're better than me. And like, I fell into the trap of comparing myself to her. But then I realized the amount of work and dedication that they put into getting to those goals was so much more than I put into what I'm doing. Like, (laughs) I didn't make the sacrifices that they made. I didn't do all of the hard track training. I didn't show up daily. I wasn't part of all of these clubs. You know, yes, I have a a level that I've put in, but it wasn't nearly what they put in. So in that respect, of course, I'm not going to be on the same level, you know, but I can look at what they've done as an example of, well, if I work that hard and I do those things, then if that's a goal that I want, I can get there. Kind of like, Well, if they did it, I can do it because I know that I can improve. I can learn new skills. I can train my body in these ways to get to that. I don't believe that you are born with your talent only at a specific level. I think that you can improve upon it. And I think that's one of the key mindset shifts that people have to realize is that you can train yourself and adopt habits that will allow you to get to the goals that you're looking to get to. And it may be hard. It will be hard. Guaranteed. Absolutely. But you have to like set an intention of this is what I want. And it has to actually be something that you want. So like I was talking about with the rock hard abs, is that actually something that you want? Or is it that you want the confidence that that person has? I think a lot of times we think that we want a certain body type, but it's not that we want that. It's that We want the confidence that comes from feeling comfortable in your body and accepting all of your jiggly bits and just loving all of yourself. For the longest time, I was uncomfortable in my wide hips and I thought that I needed to change that part of my body. But now I don't feel that way. I love my body and, you know, sure, I may have to find pants that fit me in a different way. And I might have to find things that are slightly bigger around the hips. You know, I can't really wear certain things because (laughs) I'm so skinny on the top and I'm larger on the bottom and it just doesn't, they don't make it that way. But I'm embracing that because I also realize that my hips and my thighs and my glutes, that is what gets me up mountains. That is what helps me ride my bicycle, hike in the wilderness. A couple things that might help with getting out of the comparison trap or not falling into it is to have a, and this is kind of woo-woo, but like I honestly do think that this helps in life, is to have a daily gratitude practice. Whether that is you journal it or you think about it or you talk about it, whatever works for you, but sitting down and taking a moment to think about what you're grateful for that day. 
whether that's an object or a person or a personality trait or some quality, just the air you breathe, it allows you to look at your life from a place of being thankful and happy that you're here and that you're able to experience everything that you're going through. And maybe it'll be really hard at first, but I think that it raises your vibration to be more in line of looking at the positive rather than the negative. Something else, you know, I said to learn to recognize your triggers, having that awareness and paying attention to when triggers pop up. By doing that, you're giving yourself the opportunity to react in a different way. So for example, you're scrolling Instagram and someone pops up on your feed and your gut reaction is to be jealous of what is presented to you. If you know that that's something that's going to trigger you, A, you have the option of unfollowing that person, or B, recognize that your self-worth is not wrapped up in what you look like, or even your performance. You know, a lot of times in the racing world, we judge ourselves based on our accomplishments. And, you know, I know for me, I've done four Ironman races, and I haven't done as well at all of them as I would have liked. And sometimes I let that dictate this narrative in my head that, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not good at this sport. I'm not a real athlete. Things like that. But when I step back and I'm like, but Morgan, you've done four Ironman. Who can say that? Like, it's hard for my brain to do that. But giving yourself the chance to take a step back and have a new reaction and be like, wait, no, (laughs) I can actually be proud of myself for certain things. Now, it's a little bit different on a weight loss journey. If you're not seeing results and other people are seeing results, don't look at the numbers. Look at what are you doing? Are you showing up? Are you doing the work? Do you have a daily movement practice? Are you making the best choices for you? Are you choosing more healthier options than not? You know, have you been slowly implementing changes in your life to support this sustainable weight loss process? Like it's not about quick fixes. It's about the long ass journey of doing the boring shit. And, you know, having this idea that you will get there if you keep going and you keep putting in the work and everyone has their day one. I have a business coach and she's been in the industry for I don't even know how many years. And sometimes I might fall into the trap of comparing my results to her results, which is absurd. Like I'm on the beginning of this journey with y'all. I've only been doing this for a year. I cannot even possibly fathom how much work, how much knowledge, how much stuff she has gained in the years of her doing this, this business. The same goes for you and your journey. You cannot compare yourself to somebody else because they literally have done so many other things than you in their lifetime. And you don't know what their day one was. Now, maybe if you guys started on the same day, but like, what if they had this obstacle and this obstacle and you had this obstacle and that obstacle? And a lot of it comes down to learning how to deal with obstacles and remembering to keep going when they do come up. It's really important to learn to strive to become the best version of yourself, not to be like someone else. So appreciate your own journey. Appreciate what you've gone through and the hard work that you've done, not what someone else has done. Now, you can look at what someone else has done and use them as a mentor and as a guide and be like, this person is awesome. They've done amazing things and I want to learn from that and I want to grow from that and improve upon myself because of that. 
your journey is going to be your journey and you're going to have to go through your own obstacles and who knows what will come up. And I think a lot of that really plays into knowing your why. Why are you on this journey? Why do you want weight loss? Why do you want those rock hard abs? Why do you want to have body change? And again, that goes back to being confident. I think it has a lot to do with feeling good in the world, being able to move without pain, feeling like you can live in a world comfortably. I know a lot of people struggle with the fact that the world isn't designed for fat people. It's so disheartening sometimes when you are trying to function in a world that isn't designed for you, that doesn't have clothes that fit, that doesn't have airplane seats that are big enough, that doesn't have doorways that are big enough. We're not a very inclusive society. Remembering what is actually important, that it's the healthy habits that you're learning to adopt and that you're trying to lose weight so that you won't be sick, so that you can move better, so that you can feel better, so that you can be around for your family, so that you can experience life to the fullest. It's not necessarily about getting up on stage. For some people it is, but I'm not talking to y'all. You know, and I think also letting go of shame and judgment because Obviously, the comparison trap gets us into that mindset of judging ourselves and feeling guilty and why couldn't we have been better in the past? And you can't go through life doing that. It just doesn't serve you. And while it's not so easy as just saying, okay, I'm just not going to judge myself anymore. If you look at life with more of a growth mindset rather than a fixed mindset, it's more about learning and less about judgment. For me, when I was comparing myself to other people on their journey, it was very judgmental and it was me judging them and then me judging myself. And I sort of learned that if I look at it from how can I grow, how can I improve, it allows me to step away from judgment and to see things as opportunities for growth and to learn about myself, to learn about how I can change. And I think that's really what we need to focus on. That's the key there is that you, uh, you release yourself from having to judge others and judge yourself if you look at it as opportunities to learn. So always be asking yourself, okay, what can I learn from this? And, you know, that's one of my values is learning, knowledge. If you know me at all, I am a research fanatic. I will spend months researching something just to know more about it. As I try and teach a lot of my clients, you know, be a scientist of your own life, of your own body, and figure out different ways that you can improve. And that's really all this is. This is a journey of figuring out, okay, maybe this, uh, this didn't work. I fell into this little trap here. What can I do better next time? How can I prepare myself next time? How can I set myself up so I'm not going to be triggered by these things or I won't fall into this scrolling habit and reevaluate and reassess and then keep going? You have to believe in your own possibility for growth. You have to believe that it is possible for you to continue on this journey of making slow, incremental changes. It's a long journey. You're not going to get there all at once, and it's going to take a long time. And trusting the process, learning to be in the process, all of these things are super important. You know, you can look at it from the idea that you can do what they do. You can strive to be the best version of yourself. You can become better. You can improve. There's so many different types of people out there to 
follow. So curating your feed, as I talked about, curating what media you watch. Another important thing to recognize is, you know, when you're looking at mentors and you're looking at people who inspire you, what is it that you want your life to be like? And sort of create that. You can create the life that you want. So if you're looking at someone and you're comparing yourself to them, what is it about their life or their body that you want and work towards that? Don't look at it as, oh, I'm not there yet. Oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I haven't figured it out yet. But rather look at it as a goal that you can work towards. And I do that a lot with certain people that I follow because I'm like, I'm not where they're at, but I can use their lifestyle as something to work towards, as fodder for my brain to be inspired and empowered and be like, this person is doing it and they've succeeded. And so if I follow the path that they've gone down, I might get there too. I think that's really Really where we need to focus on and rather than looking at people as a judgment of I need to be like this but I'm not so I'm not worthy that's where the trap is that's where we fall in and if we can find a way to not be in that space in that negative headspace and use it as more of a growth opportunity then we'll be better off and another thing to realize is that you get to choose how you feel you get to choose how you react. So it may not be something that you're in control of yet, but when you begin to develop awareness of like what your triggers are or, you know, things like that, then you begin to give yourself the chance and the opportunity to make a new decision or have a new reaction and be like, okay, in the past, this might have triggered me and I might feel like I'm unworthy or unvaluable or something negative. But now I'm going to look at it as A, I don't want that because those aren't sacrifices I'm willing to make in my life or B, I do want that and this is a path that I'm going to pursue, you know, and body image is really hard. We, you know, we've grown up with so many different things thrown at us and these, these ideals of bodies that just aren't the reality of what humans look like. And we forget that celebrity bodies aren't necessarily real. They have fucking trainers. They have people working on them all the time. They have self-tan, you know, they get work done. They're not the average person, you know, they're still people, obviously. But when you're looking at the media, you can't compare yourself to that because it isn't real and because you don't know what's gone on behind it. I think it's important for us to reevaluate where our beauty standards lie. Like, what do you believe is beautiful? Why do you believe is beautiful? Begin to question that. I think that's important. You know, why do you think that skinny people are prettier? I don't, but I've had a chance to reevaluate what I believe to be true as far as beauty is concerned. And so I think it's self-serving for you to do that. It's not easy to bash beauty standards, but I think the more that we do it, the better opportunity we have for real representation and, you know, feeling good in your body and feeling like you're in a society, in a world that appreciates you and understands you and accepts you for who you are rather than having to conform yourself to this ideal that isn't real. I think it all has to do with confidence and how people present themselves. So I don't feel like you need to bash yourself and fall into this trap of comparing yourself to skinnier bodies. Like I think it's more about trying to adjust your attitude and recognize what's possible for you, accept yourself where you are, and begin to align yourself with the lifestyle 
lifestyle that you want to live, you know? For me, that means I have daily movement, I eat healthy, I prioritize water, I prioritize sleep, I prioritize social interactions with other people. And these things help me create the life that I want. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope that something that I said today helped you in some way or provided value. If it did, please leave me a rating or a review. And I hope to talk to you next time. Ciao!